That was fun. Hi. <laughs> that was fun. You'd think we practiced it. That was natural. After 300 and how many? 71, <laughs> 71. episodes? Mm-hmm. We should pretty much have it down by now. How did it feel? Does it feel? <laughs> You're like, Good. this one feel? I'm like, this? Great. I love every single second of it. Keep it coming. <laughs> Do you really? Oh my gosh, yes. I wanted to ask you that when I was awaiting your arrival because I get... Real anxious on recording days. Oh, me too. Oh, okay. That's what I wanted to know. Yeah. Why do you though? Oh, I get anxious because, like, I want to like do you proud. I and knew I wanna, you were going to say that. Like, do our listeners proud <laughs> and all that. I stuff. have a I have a sense that you fear like what I don't know disappointing me or something. Maybe that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, you aren't Woo! welcome, everyone. Three seventy one. Yes. We're here. Um, how are you? I can't wait to hear your stories. You said you had scary stories. Yeah. Well, I mean, sort of, yes, part I mean, this of it is, is scary. Well, this is coming out in November, but yes. we're recording right before Halloween. Yes. And you were just at the pl- whatever. Yeah. I went. So I went to Not Scary Farm with Manubu on the Saturday before Halloween. Yeah. And was I was it packed. Susie. Yeah, I don't, I'm not into that. Susie, you would have died. So absolutely. Who is there? 100%. Like what's the demographic? Every single person in all of Southern California, I land. think. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of like teenagers. And one insane thing, I saw a person who actually had a child in a stroller and I was like, this is not the place. How old? Like two years old or something? Yeah. And it was like 1130 at night. With no, monsters. Come on. Nuts. That should be like not allowed. It should be like age 12 and up or something like that. Yeah, for good real. point. I'm surprised they don't have like an age minimum. I would think that they should. Yeah. And so we go there and we probably get there at like 8.30. It's open from 7 till 2 a.m. Okay. And I was thinking, you know, I went in on, on like a Tuesday, a few like four days before or so. To buy tickets. Oh. And not, I didn't go there. I went online, you okay, know? Okay, okay. And I checked and I figured, okay, well, if they're not sold out, then it probably... It's fine. I don't even think they did put a cap on the tickets, <laughs> which is insane to me. So we get there. Parking lot's crazy, but he did like the, oh, we're just going to like go around all these people and like, let us through, let us through. And I just put my arm you out. You didn't. Oh, we totally did. You are the worst. Yeah, but How you know are what? we friends? We, we had to because we had like, oh, didn't know where to. the parking lot was and we were like, I'll turn, like, where should, you know, how do we get in this line? And no. then we had like missed the Sarah. line and it was like going to be so long for us to go back around. And I was like, just squeeze it, squeeze it, go, go, go. Okay. So we do that, get in, everything's cool. And then we start walking up to the park. The line, I'm not kidding, is 700 plus people deep. Like it, 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 it kept going to across the entire parking lot, and we were like, "This is like a joke. Where the heck is the end of this line?" And we kept asking people, "Like, is this the line like for pre- right. like tickets or like you if you already keep have standing tickets?" In the line, right? So we go to the final, like, keep walking down to the very end, and we both look at each other like. It's going to take us two hours to even get in here. This is insane. Okay. So then he goes, you know what? I got an idea. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to get some. He's a schemer just like you. It's the best. And he's like, we're, uh, because he's like, this has worked before. So what we're going to do is we're going to find like teenagers who like definitely are still getting an allowance. And we're just going to be like, hey, here's some, hey, best friend, like go to the front of the line and be like, hey, best friend, like long time no see here's some cash for you and like let's like let us in the line kind of thing and i'm like okay let's do it and of course me i'm like nervous because i'm like a real like follower and come on that's like a good move like it's and a then great move going up I'm to the very you. front <laughs> of the line and like do it and i was like this is so smart yeah if we do it at the front of the line then people behind us already feel like oh they're about to get in so they won't be as mad if we were to just pick people in like the middle of the line we're talking hundreds of people, Susie. So, so we go, so I'm like, okay, let's do it. And so we go and we're like walking past all these people and we're walking up towards the front. When we turn the corner and when we finally get to the front of the line, Mm -hmm. we realize that this is a line that has been created by people who didn't know where to stand. Stop. And there was no need to stand in line. You were lying. I swear it was like, Oh my God, I can't believe that I was going to be one of those people who waited in there and just took, it was like, and then he was so funny. He was like, lion, sheep, lion, sheep, like pointing because we're like, we were the one, like we figured it out that like, can you believe I it? I hate that it cheers took maybe win. like 10, 10, uh, 
And it wasn't even it wasn't even like cheaters. It was like if you had the common sense to go to and it wasn't even the line for tickets or checking the ticket. It was the security line that everybody was in. And there were like six different rows that you can get in. But everybody had just gotten into one row because they didn't see that it started to split off. And so we go up and we're, we get right to the front without having to cut in front of anybody because we get in one of the other lines. Mm. And we're just thinking the whole time, oh, my God. Could you imagine the feeling that the people have who have been waiting for half an hour or an hour? I love that you did not help any of those people. No, none. Because I was like, (laughs) I'm abandoning the line now. And then we like, could you imagine turning the corner and that feeling of regret of like, oh my God, I just Mm -mm. stood in this GD line Mm -mm. and I didn't have to. That would have been, oh. So we like kept thinking about it the whole time. Like, oh my God, can you believe that? And I was so grateful because I'm like, I would have been one of those people who just mm-hmm. would have stood there and not asked any questions yeah. and not like been like, oh, I guess this is what we're doing. And we would have spent so long waiting in line and not been able to go on everything, anything. Every single line in there was 75 minutes to, we went, oh, so funny, the first one we go to, it's like this ride, Ghost Rider, and it looks like, you know, there's no line. So we walk right in and we were just at the very, very, very beginning of the, the you know, where you go to get in line and I ask him like so how long is the line they go oh three and a half hours we both go okay and turn around are you to, kidding me were, I was swear, that real that was real so we're like okay well not that one so we go to another one that was only a 75 minute wait and but the, every single one was 75 minutes to three and a half hours to get you could go in and do one thing I'm not clear on the allure of this event. It was, so at first I was like, <laughs> I went years ago and I had an experience where I got so terrified and it was like so scary and somebody like chased me like with this fake chainsaw and I was like so scared. And so I kept on getting invites to go back there and I was like, hell no, that place is too scary and it's not for me. And then finally I'm like, wait, I kind of like being scared. So, you know, I said yes this time. Mm-hmm. I get it. It's so much fun. It's the best to like... I like the feeling of like being scared yeah. and being like, and people jump out at you and it's even more fun to watch other people get scared. Yeah. Oh, it's hilarious. Right. And so, and they make it so waiting in line isn't that bad there. I mean, it wasn't for us cause we're all like smooshy and it's great, mm-hmm. but, um, and telling jokes and being hilarious and they have like people along the way. So like other characters. So they have like one guy who's like walking through the line, who's no joke, seven and a half feet tall with a top hat, who's full of jokes. He's like a character actor. And he was walking around like talking to people and being silly and like making jokes. And so that made it kind of fun. Yeah. And it, so it was more interactive. Uh, yes. I don't think we got any, they definitely do. Okay. Yeah. But we went out to sushi before, so we had some like sake and everything. We were Mm -hmm. all good to go. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but yeah, that would have made, yeah, that could, that would be nice to have like, you definitely have to, and they even have, the lines were so long that they had places along the lines to buy food and drinks and stuff like that. Wow. Yeah. And also light up devil horns, which I thought was real funny. That you would wear? Yeah. Yeah. Like I thought it was real interesting to be at a theme park that didn't have all of the merchandise like Disneyland mm. and it was nice. It was like, mm. oh, I feel like we're just here for for fun, the, for fun, not for like buying shit. Yeah, you know. So yeah, I liked yeah. that, and we went on one maze that was um, a witch theme. Like it's Sarah Marshall, and we're like she's the witch who's like, you know, ooh, evil, spooky in the forest. And they have these cool characters like <laughs> dressed up as trees. And they, I was, I, I went in like there were these girls who were outside while we were in line and they were like screaming and backed into a corner. And like I'm rolling my eyes like, oh, girls, like control yourself. Yeah. you're fine. Yeah. We got in there. I was those girls. I instantly turned into like a scared teenage girl in a horror film. And I could see there was this one long hallway and I could see this monster thing running at me. And I knew, I'm like, I know it's fake. I know that. I couldn't help it. I was <laughs> I like, know, oh my God, get away from me. I was like, really? I'm not, this is not okay. <laughs> like, I can away. picture this. And it was so fun to like be like that. And he's behind me like cracking up because I'm like jumping like crazy. Yeah. And, uh, and we left and uh, like got through the maze. And I was like, I get it. I totally get it. I'm totally into it. This is so much fun. Aww. And the next one we went to, oh, I felt like Lincoln would have loved this. It was like a zombie apocalypse, but you got your own laser gun. And all of the monsters were wearing like laser tag That's things. Cute. And so, which added to, and they had, it was like, you're part of a military operation to take out the, uh, you know, the zombies. 
and they have people like dressed in military gear who are like your commanding officers who go, okay, oh, this is your squad. Line up shoulder to shoulder. Come on, go, go, go. And they're like, it makes you feel like, like the extra layer of panic when they're like, stay together, get like, and I was like, oh my God, okay. And they're like crouched and then you have to like crawl through this thing. And like, I was like oh, revved up and it was so <laughs> much fun. But it was so also glad. nice to know that I'm not a sheep. Well, I would be a sheep, but yeah, he was not a sheep. Yeah, that's your favorite part <laughs> was, of the story. Yeah, it was like, he was a lion. I was definitely the sheep. But. Well, another thing that is fun is how cute we look in our Fabletics. Yes. You know what? If you have a good pair of Fabletics, you could probably outrun those monsters at high speeds. <laughs> right. The zombies yes. don't stand a chance. No. Fabletics is so cute. We love their stuff. It's athleisure. We really could wear it kind of anywhere. That's how it is now. Yes. Don't have to work out. I don't pressure you. Whatever. Live your life. Um, they're really high quality, but they're priced affordably, which I'm freaking into. Kate Hudson, you've done it again, <laughs> creating fashionable on-trend workout clothing at a great price point. Um, and their mantra is live your passion, which Sarah is clearly doing Yes, every damn I totally day. Am. I totally am. And they love us and they love you, our listeners, and they have a deal for you. You can get two pairs of their leggings. Did you see mine in that cute picture? Yes, I commented on them. <laughs> for only $24. It's a $99 value. Um as a VIP, and you have to use our special link, which is fabletics.com slash braincandy. Um, and let me say it again, just so you remember. You get two pairs of leggings for 24 bucks. It's a $99 value when you sign up for the VIP program, fabletics.com slash braincandy. Take advantage of the deal. And there's free shipping on order, uh, orders over 49 bucks. International shipping is available, and there's no commitment when you purchase your first order. Look cute and be... Um, all athleisurely wonderful with Fabletics. Yes. I love it. I'm glad that you had fun. Mm-hmm. When, are we talking about this boo or is he like a mystery boo right no, now? No, we're, we're talking about him. I gave him the whole rundown of like, here's what's going to happen. <laughs> as soon as I tag you in something, how do you feel about it? He's like, oh yeah, it's fine. Bring it on. You know, and we oh, were out the other bold. night and, uh, and somebody like recognized me and like they came over and were real nice and took photos and he's like, I'll take, you know, and it was yeah. really sweet. He's, he's like, oh, that was so it. cool. He's like, that was, oh, that'll wear know. off. Yeah. Right. That's what, what I told him. I was like, you're going to be bored with them a little bit. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, I was saying to Adam how whenever I got divorced and then whenever Adam and I started dating, I don't think I tagged him or like posted mm-hmm. anything with him for about a year. Wow. Yeah, like a long, long time. Oh my god. Um, and so I was like, yeah. wow, she is I not know. kidding around. Which I'm. I don't think there's a right way. Right. You just do what feels. And I just good. feel like, oh my god, he's so cute. I'm like, look, everybody. Look what I, did. <laughs> look what I have. <laughs> look what I have. <laughs> you know, and our story is so. It was so funny when we were in the the park. Like, uh, uh, one of the that guy with the big tall top hat. He came over and he was like, had this whole joke about like. Now, why would you be with a guy like him when you could be with a tall guy like me? <laughs> and then after he left, um, uh, you know, I feel like I should just say his name. His name's Ren. Yeah. And uh, and he he and I he was like, you know, when he when he started going into like, why would you be with a tall guy like me? He, I wanted to be like, well, you have to hear our story. It's so cute. We've oh got like God. the best. <laughs> we were both you laughing. Did. Like, this guy had to engage you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord. And we were like, no, no, stay. Listen to our story. I'll tell you exactly why we're together because let me tell you how cute it is. It is cute. Yeah. We met at summer camp years and years ago. And uh, Let me crack open a DC for this moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, aren't you glad it's not one of her Tinder weirdos? Yeah, no Tinder weirdos. That's nice. I said I said adios to all them and gave him like it had to, you know. She got a speech And I prepared. said, you know, I'm not going to do that like ghosting thing. I'm going to be upfront and be like, here's the deal. I met somebody. Nice. It's, you know, getting more serious and I had fun with you, but, um, you know, moving on. Wow. And they were all real nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's a nice way to so do I it. So I feel like you got to, because you can't just like leave them high and dry, you know, and that would make me feel not so good. Yeah. And, you know, anybody you meet, you're like, okay, great. I want you to, you know, be happy or whatever. Yeah. So, so yeah. And that's, what else was I talking about? You were just- <laughs> now I'm distracted. <laughs> were- I, now I've like forgotten. That's like what- the first time that ever happened I know. It kind of is. No. So like, well, oh. you were saying how you met. Oh, yeah. So we went to summer camp together and. 
he's a little younger than me. So it's like before I was like in this, you know, director or counselor position and he's like the younger counselor. And at one point he was a camper when yeah. I like just started as a counselor. Mm-hmm. So I've like watched, you know, we've kind of both watched each other like grow, grow up, up and this whole thing. And I just remember thinking back like when he was younger and thinking like, man, I can't wait to see like what cool stuff he does in his mm-hmm. life. And then, you know, like my friends from camp kept on like kind of encouraging it because I was like you know what do you think about like Ren like I feel like you know I want to see like what's what he's up to and so I I sent him a a message on Instagram and like a few days later we were going out to dinner and it was like so much fun and like the best yeah like a good fit yeah and like no time had passed oh yeah and that's the best and it's fun like when you meet somebody from the past like because you we were very comfortable together and we have this whole shared history but we didn't really know details about like each What's other's been lives, cooking. you know, yeah. and like family and, you know, all that fun stuff. So it's like, you're really curious and excited to learn, but then really comfortable with the person. And he's just like the sweetest and the best. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And you don't feel like any weirdness. No, not at, the opposite. What about though, about, you know, cause you're in the public eye and yeah. when you get a divorce and then everyone's yeah. watching, yeah. do you feel pressure? You know, at, like, at first I did a little bit of like, maybe there should be a specific time. Like I'm supposed to, you know, whatever. But after really looking at it, it's been like a real, like long time since, you know, first got separated. And, and then I was talking to other friends and they're like, who care? Who makes these time schedules? And, you know, I have other friends that, you know, met the person that they're married to now three months after they got a divorce. And it was like, yeah, I did. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, it, and and I didn't want to put, like, it would be so sad if I said, no, I need to be single for this amount of time. And I, like, let something that was, like, so wonderful kind of, like, go because of some, you know, I just saw, like, let norms. me see if I can pull it up. My friend Jonathan Merritt, he's, um, he's a writer, but he is, I guess, what I would consider one of the... Uh, evangelical minds of our Mm -hmm, time. mm -hmm. And he did a post today that said, my friends often say something like this. I'm not ready for a relationship. I need to learn to love myself first. He said, unfortunately, all the best research on relationships tells us this is nonsense. We become our true selves through relationship, Mm. not in isolation. Mm, I like that. I do too. Because it gives us like something to reflect, like kind of a reflection of... It helps you you grow. Yes. Yeah. And, And one thing that I've really made an important like a conscious effort to do is just be really open with how I feel and talk about it and things like even embarrassing stuff that where I'm like oh my god I'm so nervous I you know whatever it is like to just talk about that and Mm -hmm. kind of be vulnerable and it allows the other person to be like that and then all those things that you're anxious and nervous about kind of go away yeah and you can just enjoy the other person and being together and all that fun stuff without thinking like, oh my God, what are they thinking? What are they thinking? It's like, what do you have to lose? Yeah. Knowing more information is always good. Do you good. think he's freaked out that you were married? Because I know Adam didn't love that, of yeah, course. I mean, it's I'm not sure preferable. nobody would like love it. Yeah. But, you know, he was do- did a real good job of saying like, you know, are you ready? Are you like, is this all good? And, yeah. You know, kind That's of like good. checking in. And so, yeah, I like that. Well, now and I got to meet him. Yeah, definitely. I mean... It's a very rigorous vetting process. <laughs> no, I, I think really, you'll really like know. him. And he's, I could, I told him this the other day. He's like funnier than me. Oh no. And I rarely say what that. What kind of funny? Like, can we'll start a joke and then like keep it going where he'll say part of it. I'll say part of it. We'll like keep the joke going and be like cracking up. Okay. And, and he's like good. We like play off each other well. And he just has like punchlines that are so funny, or we'll like bring something up that was like a joke from earlier and like relate. It's it, he's just like got good comedic timing. Mm-hmm. I told him I'm like I don't say this a lot, but you are funny. Why and, like, don't you real say fun- it a lot? Because not a lot of people are funny. <laughs> well, that's true. Because <laughs> they think they are, and then I'm like. Oh God! And the worst is when I've gone on these a lot of these Tinder dates where they tell me that they're funny, and I'm like, <laughs> so "You're terrible. not funny." Like I feel like I was there. Right? Yeah. That's awful. Could you imagine? And they're like telling me, "Like, oh my God, I am so funny." Like one guy really announced all the time how funny he was, and I was like, "Not that funny." Oh my God! Uh, it makes me crazy. Yeah. Because this is what I believe that women are socialized to laugh mm-hmm. easily at. 
jokes that men do. It's a almost like a mating ritual. Totally. And then all these men get the false impression that they're actually funny. Right. And they think we're fucking not. Right. But we're, we should all drop this yes. charade. Yes. And then everyone can live their truth. Right. That you're not fucking you're not funny. funny. Yeah. What if we like didn't laugh at their bad jokes? I think we ought to try that. <sighs> I get you know? anxiety just, thank God I don't have to go on those Tinder dates anymore because I couldn't handle that. <laughs> I know it's the right thing to do, but Mm-mm. God damn. No, I can't. Um, what is the right thing to do, though, is to make sure that you're staying strong and fit for all of the sexual romps you're about to have. I, don't <laughs> I have know. been doing my open fit. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, it's been great. I've been working on that Brazilian booty oh, situation. Yeah, I've been doing like a lot of 10 minute abs. Oh, that's good. I get the abs. Okay. We are on an open fit journey over here, and it's all about a healthy lifestyle and something you can stick to because yes. I'm sure not going to the gym. And I'm definitely not going outside and like running around the block or something. Well, I was th- I thought you meant because like it's there are fires and the whole California <laughs> no. is burning down. But that's just, it. That's important, right? General. Just like in general, it doesn't matter what fire, no fire. You're not going outside and running around. <laughs> Open Fit's great because they have tons and tons of videos that you can watch. Extend Bar, the rough around the edges with the uh, stunt women, which is super cool. So cool. Just something for everyone. Yoga. And then all the crazy, what are those crazy Insa- ones? Insanity. Yeah, insanity. <laughs> what are those insane ones? Oh, you mean insanity? <laughs> yeah, you can watch it on your computer, your tablet, your phone, whatever you have. Cook and open fit. Change the way I work out and text it. You can text our code to brain. Oh, let me get this right for yeah. a second. Text our code brain candy to 303030 and you can join us on our fitness journey personalized just for you right now during the open fit 30 day challenge our listeners get a special extended 30 day free trial membership to open fit when you text brain candy to 303030 you'll get full access to open fit all the workouts and nutrition information totally free again just text brain candy to 303030 and standard message and data rates may apply yes um okay Moving on yeah. with our lives. With the lives. Uh, speaking of relationships and important things, I yeah. read uh, an article that was talking about a study on one of those things that we know, but now we have a little more science to back it up, uh, saying that hugs are real important. Yes. Like super I, important. I was already nodding and yes. then I was like, I forgot I was on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They yeah. are. I'm a big hugger. I, I am too. I you know, now, I, I wasn't for a while. And then I've kind of re... Uh, Why weren't uh, you, though? I noticed this about you, that you weren't... Yeah, I think that. it was almost the same as, like, starting a phone call. Like, a phone call. Like I don't know how to end it. Like, I don't oh, know. That's right. You, know? <laughs> you did say this. You, like, don't know where to put it's parts like, I don't of know, your body. Yeah, I don't know what where my hands go. Is it like, of one... And so once I got over that, and I was like, it's just, just hug somebody. And it feels really good. Mm-hmm. And so they were saying, all, like, it was 404 adults who were studied over 14 days regarding health, conflicts, and how they felt emotionally, either positive or negative, whether they received a hug. Mm -hmm. And they said people who had received a hug during the day had less interpersonal conflict and reported feeling more positive uh, with less severe negative reactions on those days. Just from a hug. That makes me happy. Yes. Of course, it did also say that it showed evidence that hugging may favor- favorably influence the rate of infections from a cold as well as symptoms. <laughs> well, so I it's can like, see. Well, okay, yeah, like the wash your hands before you hug somebody or whatever. <laughs> but, and it also, this was interesting that the number of hugs a woman receives from her partner is highly related to lower blood pressure. I believe that. So, we, ladies, we, we need the yeah. hugs from our yeah. partners and then, like, we'll be chill. Mm-hmm. When they're like, calm down, we're like, well, hug me. Um, and then maybe I will. I just read this article about how they did a survey about what men hate about being married oh, the most. Oh, this. Okay. And yeah. The, the most. It, it was, of course, nagging. And, uh-huh. But then in the same article, it said, but the men admitted they wouldn't do anything if their wife didn't oh, ask them Oh, for Pete's to. sake. Well, that so. is, I read the, in my, uh, uh, one of the couples classes I took, they said the Number one cited reason for men of why they like want to get divorced or is yeah. nagging, and the number one for women is men not listening. Right. So it's like, oh, we There's have a, a problem really here. Easy solution, <laughs> right. and maybe we should just nag them to hug us more. Yeah, you know. Well, I've been t- I've been talking to a lot of people about this this one little trick that um, I used when I was married, and it is really successful, and you know, made me feel really good. Is when you feel like there's a need. A lot of times. Like 
we want our partner to do a, a like very we want our partner to show us love in a very specific way but we kind of like don't say it we'll kind of like set them up or we'll give them a hint or we'll say this like sure do love flowers yeah like that <laughs> and it creates something that they call a double bind where if they do it yeah then they did it because you said something and it doesn't count yeah. and if they don't do it well then they're in trouble because they didn't do it so yeah. damned if they do damned if they don't mm-hmm. but instead you at you like you know can be all cute and say you know i really need you to tell me three things that you love about me today mm-hmm. and they, oh okay and they'll always surprise you they'll give you the three and it'll be You'll be amazed at how good you feel, whether you're wh- whoever in the relationship. You yeah. can do this with friends. You could do this with family. You could do this with whatever. And it gives you those things that you need in a very clear... You're asking, I need you to tell me three things that you love about my body. I need you to tell me three things you love about, you know... Well, and if they struggle whatever. to answer, you might get some insight into whether there your you relationship's go. cooking yeah. at full. And good ones will be like, oh my gosh, yeah, I love this, this, this. And then they usually ask like, well, what do you love about me? And then you get to share it and it makes, it's, it's like a, a fun little experiment to see how that changes your your yeah. you know, relationship dynamics just for the rest of the day. Yeah. And I bet a hug will come right after. Yeah. yeah. You're really inviting hugs then. Yeah. I was thinking... Recently, I was trying to analyze why I love documentaries and reality TV. I used to really love reality mm-hmm, TV mm-hmm. before I went on it. And um, I've, I have a theory that it's because my family operated where you don't ever, like, fucking talk about your feelings you or, like... things and stuff. Yeah, like, uh-huh. you just make jokes and you just are funny and entertaining. You do not... Don't get earnest. And I still hate when people get sincere uh-huh. sometimes. Yeah, you do get uncomfortable when I try to do yeah, it to like, you. Okay. You're like, okay, I get it. We're friends. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. But um, I was thinking about how we did not touch. Like there was no oh, touching my in my household. But I really so, love hugs. Yeah. So at least I've overcome. I broke the cycle. Oh my gosh. It was like my the opposite. My mom was like, Hug. Smothery. Oh, right. And then she would do the, what she called love taps, which is like where she like hugs us so hard. She's like going to, you know, and then she'd be like, I love you and would like punch us in the arm. And then after a while, like she, <laughs> there was one time where my mom and brother were like doing that on the couch and he was probably 12 or 13 at the time. And she was like, and he's like, mom, stop hitting me. And she was like, no, you could do it to me too. And he was like, mom, I can't hit you. Like I, we've come to a point where yeah. I'm stronger than you. And like he did it to her once. She's like, okay, no more of that game. Yeah. <laughs> I can like only, different. I must prepare for that emotionally. Yeah. That must be so weird. Right. Can you imagine when your own child like outgrows yep. you? Right. It's horrifying. All, of, all three of us did. And no, she was like, thanks. and then she kept on being like, come sit on my lap. I'm like, mom, we don't fit It's on like there the anymore. dad in Elf. Bobby yes, yes. That's so cute. <laughs> right. Yeah. How weird that must be. Oh, that's real I'm not funny. emotionally ready for that. Yeah. But it's not that far away. Oh, my God. It does not take I long. Know. And that school picture of Lincoln, I, you know, because now I have it up in my little, like, office, mm. and he looks like a big kid now. And I can see, like, I can see it. And it's like, I don't want to look at the picture because I'm like, no, that's like, I can see you growing up. I, th- I think it's funny how when you're an only child, Sort of baby stuff lasts longer because there's nobody to then take over the baby behavior. And um, so he still has a lot of that. And he Mm. refers to us as mama and dada. And he's fucking eight. Yeah, but that's fine. And he said to me last night in bed, um, he's like, I love you, mama. And I said, I almost bought a ring that I saw that said, I love you, mama, on it because that's what you always say. And he's like, I'm the only person I know that calls their mom and dad, mama and dada. And I'm like, and I hope you never stop. Yeah. But like, I like that he's aware of it, but he'll still do it. Yeah. It's really innocent. And it's also a cultural thing too, because my friends who speak Spanish, all of their kids call mom, mama. That makes sense. And so when he has a Spanish speaking nanny, it would make sense. It's reinforced. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. I love it. It's so sweet. It's the sweetest. I want to keep him innocent as long as I can. He had the cutest little moment the other night when we all went out to dinner and he didn't want to wear the shirt he was wearing. He was like, (laughs) 
so it was funny. the sweetest moment. I was like, I am so happy I just witnessed it. It was so cute because he was like, can you, do you remember it was exactly like when you what put he a, said? No, but it was like when you put a shirt on a dog yes. and they are just so upset yes. and they want it off. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. I just, and you're like, Link, what, what can we do to make you feel better? And he's like, I just don't want to wear this shirt. <laughs> and I was like, okay, bud, like, you know, I think you said like, we'll find a different shirt. Like, what's wrong with it? He goes, it doesn't even fit me. And like, he's, he's like, so upset. He's like, I don't want to wear this shirt ever. Ever. And he just <laughs> said that. And it was so real, like that, that he felt like he was like trapped in the, like, owning this shirt. And you're like. We'll get rid of the shirt, buddy. Like, what do you want to? Here's another shirt. And after you put him up, he's I like, I don't know why oh, I'm so dramatic. I'm okay. I'm fine. Because I think in his like little kid mind, like parents, like this is what you wear. And he's like, <laughs> he was like I never want to wear this shirt again. Like, I get to see like the panic on his face, and like then the the relief that came over when you told him, you don't have, you don't you, have to wear the goddamn wear that. shirt. We'll throw, we'll get rid of the shirt. I said, I'll burn it. Yeah. I don't care. Yes. Well, so if you need a new shirt, I have a solution for you. Mod cloth. Hello, it's fall. You need new clothes. You need them to be super cute. And they have the best cute fall clothes. Cute fall clothes. If you're a teacher, this is like, I feel like it's perfect for that style. That's true. They do have like a lot of cardigans. Yeah, and I love it. (laughs) Yeah, I got a black cardigan. Um, And it's just good for like layering and getting everything you need for the season. Um, And I just love the inclusive sizing. They have XXS all the way up to 4X, Mm -hmm. including like models that are size inclusive, which I love. But in addition to those other things that you would wear every day, they also have really cute um, party looks that you could get for your holiday parties and stuff. You're always going to be looking for something adorable to wear. And this is a great option because they're affordable and they have beautiful velvet stuff and really um, festive items. So... They wanted to give you guys a deal, but you have to hurry because this offer is only valid for a limited time. To get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more, go to M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H dot com and enter code BRAINCANDY at checkout. Um, Again, the offer is only valid for a limited time and you can get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more by going to modcloth.com. That's M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H dot com and using our code BRAINCANDY at checkout. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of documentaries, I had kind of an interesting experience and I wanted to see what your thoughts on it. What was it? What? I'm dying. Oh gosh. I love it. You're like hanging on every word. (laughs) I'm wondering if we watched the same one. Well, it wasn't a new one that I watched, even though I have watched a few. So hold on. Hold Hold that thought. Put a pin in that. Okay. But, um, so Ren and I were talking about how, you know, we both really love documentaries and like we had a free Sunday together. We're like, let's hang out and watch documentaries. And there was one he used to be a graphic designer. So I'm like, oh, there, have you seen Helvetica? It's like so good. I saw it when it premiered in the theater in San Francisco. It's all about the Helvetica typeface yeah, and the birth of fonts and yeah. types. And you don't realize it's kind of like white off-white paint. You don't even realize that it's there. But then as soon as you start looking for it, it's all you see. And you realize it's everywhere yeah and so it's all about like what that does to us what it did to change the design world what it did to change advertising how it conveys a message all this cool stuff and in my mind i'm like this is the coolest documentary then he was telling he was telling me that one of his other friends said oh you have to see it because you i've heard that it's really good but that how can a documentary on a font be that interesting but it is well we sat down and watched it it was done in 2007 I don't know if well what I think is like the bar for what's a good documentary has changed because it was kind of boring. No. I mean it it wasn't like boring because like I hadn't seen it. You know, I'd forgotten so much about it. And there were there were funny parts and there were interesting parts and everything. Oh my but God. I'd give it like six out of ten, seven out of ten as far as like and before in my mind, ten out of ten. So what happened there? Right. I yeah. I, I see what you're saying that there are so many more documentaries now. Yeah. That the standards have changed. And even after three identical strangers, how, I mean, yeah, okay, the font's everywhere. Got it. Like, you know. <laughs> I'm choking on my DC. And then I felt like I had to be, like, apologetic <laughs> about it. I was like, I mean, don't think that this is, like, like, my bar for documentaries is, like, higher than this. And, like, you know, this isn't, like, there are better oh ones, Oh, my God, because you know? you're proselytizing yes. it to yes. him. That's a nightmare. Yes. And then we watch it, and it's like, 
And he's like, great, Sarah. Now he thinks he has to sit around watching documentaries right. about typeface. Exactly. So I'm like, hey, I'm like, don't think this. I'm like way more interesting than that. I promise. No. And, you know, I feel like I had to like, I'm like, oh, no, here's another one. Here's another one to watch or whatever. So I'm like, is that what happened? Is like I the documentaries. Because we're talking 12 years. Think yeah. about how maybe just the documentary. You like, and the genre changed, yeah, Sarah. Maybe, you know. You've come a long way. Yeah. You went to grad school. Your palate changed. Your like intellectual palate oh, probably changed. Maybe. You know, like it takes more to stimulate you. I yeah. swear that's why we're ruined after doing the challenge. Because oh, for sure. What causes adrenaline now is only toxic, terrible behavior. Well, don't worry. Go to Not Scary Farm, and you'll feel <laughs> great. Because I think that was a little bit of that. I was like, oh dang, this is like a rush that I didn't even used to get. Uh, yeah. I haven't had an opportunity to feel like that kind of adrenaline yeah. rush. The only time I get that is when I'm doing something I absolutely should not be doing. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's terrible. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So maybe that's yeah. part of it. And then like the just documentaries have come so far. Totally. Which I'm thrilled about. Yep. And I really realized that. So, you know, careful Did- to recommend ones that were done a long time ago because they might be boring as hell now. That's a really good insight. Thanks. I like. I, as soon as we finished watching it, I was like, I gotta write this down because this is definitely ta- like a talking point. Yeah. 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 Well, did you then watch? Um, Tell me who I am. Oh, people keep telling me. I saw the trailer for it. Yeah. I watched the trailer, and I, when it, it was like later at night, and I needed to, I did not want to fall asleep at the end of that, you know, and like come on here and you'd be like, well. Did you see the end? And be like, no, I fell asleep. Yeah, that's the right thing to do. Set up the premise, though, for because this is fascinating. It's in the same vein of Three Identical Strangers. Mm -hmm. Um, It's on Netflix, and it's about twin brothers who, one of whom had a traumatic brain injury and forgot who he was. Mm -hmm. And then it was the other twin's job to sort of teach him a how to be a person and b who he he was before the accident. Um, but they have a darker past than the amnesia guy realized. Mm-hmm. And so it was sort of dealing with the question of what do you tell? Yeah. And oh. what's a secret worth keeping? Oh, my God. And what's worse, like keeping a secret from someone or having to tell them this oh. terrible truth about their life? they then have to reprocess and like... Yeah. Oh, my God. It just gives me... Because the, is there a right answer? Do you feel that at the end of the movie? You feel like, what is the right answer? Yeah. Oh, Still. that's well, hard. Because it's, it's, as you said earlier, about you can't win. You can't there, win. There's not like a perfect solution. Right. Either way, there's pain. It's almost like pick your poison. Yeah. Um, but it was gripping and it was done in three acts. So it was like the first act was about the accident. And then the second act was about the, the other twin and how he dealt with it. And then the third act is the first time we see them on screen together. Mm. And mm. they are having a conversation about that they never have before. Oh, my God. On camera. See, though, because now it's like document. People know. Yeah, like, prepare to yes, be shocked yeah. or whatever. And it's not like archive archival footage or whatever they call that it's more like we're capturing it's like reality tv and documentaries kind of like yeah merged yeah well and it's like who borrowed what correct you know because documentaries existed before yeah our shows Uh uh-huh and then we bastardized the whole thing and then they kind of took it on we'll take a little (laughs) bit of that for ourselves interesting yeah it's great watching gripping um very emotional very dark the th- only complaint I have is that I was left with so many questions still uh-huh. that that you can't really get the answers to. Right. Where I'm like, well, wait, what? Uh-huh. What about this, this, and this? But, I mean, it's still worth watching. Yeah. You should. But mm. it, it's trigger warning. It's a it's about, you know, abuse. Yeah. yeah. And so right. that can be difficult for some people. Whew. A lot of brainiacs have watched it, though. Yeah. They, and I keep getting the, like... Oh my gosh, you need to watch this. This is like right up your Since alley. you haven't seen it, mm-hmm. like what is your sort mm-hmm. of pre yeah. thing about whether you would keep that secret? Like if you were the twin twin that had to inform the other one mm-hmm. and you had a dark secret. I would probably talk about, maybe like talk around it or, or I wouldn't probably make it as severe as it really was. 
it would it might be but it also would probably depend on how that trauma was still affecting me and if i had been if i had really processed it and moved forward and healed and recognized the you know because there there is something about knowing that you've survived something that builds resilience and makes you strong and to go okay well you know this was our childhood it was like this but look at how we survived that i maybe i would frame it differently and just i won't spoil anything yeah. but the the one who did not have the injury he later revealed that the amnesia of the other twin almost gave him a freedom to erase yeah like th- maybe we could start from a clean slate even yeah. though he yeah. still remembered yeah and i can see how you might think like okay i can put this away and never yeah. ever talk about it again yeah but, but is that in, in that i wouldn't in my want to experience do that. is mm-hmm. not healing mm-hmm. as like stashing it away it you know we talked in a, f- a few episodes ago about the importance of sharing emotions the importance of talking about that because if we don't then it turn it creates those anxiety feelings or those depression feelings and then the symptoms of those turn into you know wreak havoc on our body that turn into the disease later and so not just kind of like sweeping things under the rug for forever just makes everything under your rug really dirty yeah and eventually you step on the rug and all the dirt comes flying out Mm -hmm. and that's kind of what i think happens if you Sweep, 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 and don't ever look at it. Because all those families who are like, nope, we don't talk about this. We just, like, don't do that. There's always, like, an explosion, like, the emotional explosion or something that happens like that. Or, you know, feeling like if you do have a problem, you can't, who do you talk to about it? Because that's not what we do in our family here. Well, and usually the person that benefits the most from that arrangement is the um, predator. Yeah, or the no joke. Person who did the yes. terrible thing. I mean, my family tried to do pull that one on me when you know I wanted to kind of reach out and maybe make a connection with my family that like wasn't my dad, but my dad's side because you know they're still my family. And they gave me all these parameters and these conditions of like, oh, yeah, when we see you, like, as long as you don't talk about your mom and you don't talk about what happened with your dad, then, yeah, we'll definitely... And I was like, wait a sec. I'm doing, like, you guys asked me Mm -hmm. to join you and you wanted to reach out to me and now you're saying, yes, we'd like you in our family, but only if you talk about these very specific things and so that we can feel okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Not you. You still have to deal with all of your emotional shit and you have still have to hold on to all those, you know, not so secrets anymore, but family secrets and you still you have to deal with those emotions, but we uh 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 we're gonna just no. Right. And I was like, uh thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. End of the relationship. When I I think I that's a very common thing that families do. Yeah. Where they they want to place limits on yeah. how honest you can be or how open you can be, and that's not ideal. No, for thriving. No, right? Family secrets never help anybody. But like you said, the perpetrator who we're keeping, we're like, yeah, it tends to benefit the wrong person. Totally. Um, oh god! But it makes great make documentaries. Like yes, oh my I mean god. it does. So good because it's a very human experience and. Mm-hmm. We can relate on like very small mm-hmm. levels of this extreme example. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. But another thing we can all relate to is that we want to be healthier and we want to get all our fruits and vegetables and vitamins and minerals, and we never do. Yeah, that's true. That's why we got to throw some your super up in that recipe or in yes. your smoothie, whatever. Did you see my granola uh, thing? How I put. You're a super chocolate lover in my granola. No, I didn't see this. Yeah, oh it's gosh. so yummy. That's a perfect one. Perfect it is a perfect for one, yes. Yeah, delish. So you can get all different little superfood um, packets for whatever type of thing that you're trying to focus on. Maybe you want like really long, shiny hair yeah. or big muscles or more protein or whatever. And they have... <laughs> yeah. Like, I want all those. Yeah. All of it. Give me the combo pack. They're made from naturally dried organic whole foods and superfoods, nothing else. They taste yummy, and they are great to put into any recipe or in your smoothie or whatever. Um, it's just a nice way to get a little bit more of the good stuff that you might be missing otherwise. 
Um, and they really have a transparent supply train, chain, so that's nice because you can know all their farmers and where the heck everything's coming from. I love that. Get the cleanest superfood and plant protein mixes at YourSuper.com. That's Y-O-U-R, Super.com. Get 15% off your order when you use code BRAINCANDY at checkout. Just go to YourSuper.com, and don't forget to get 15% off with our promo code BRAINCANDY at checkout. Mm-hmm. Do it. Um, I'm thinking it'd be good in oatmeal. I was thinking that too. Adam's been yeah, eating oatmeal. I've been eating oatmeal. That's Me and Adam cute. are always the same. <laughs> what flavor do you do? Uh, no flavor. I like to mix in different stuff. Like syrup you know, or something. Well, whatever I'm feeling that day. It's like not like bait, like you know, plain. Yeah. And then sometimes I'll add banana and brown sugar and some walnuts, and sometimes I'll add some berries and you huh. know a little maple syrup. Yeah. Really. But I don't like the steel cut ones. I tried. That was a mistake to buy. Why? They're, it feels like mu- it's like mushy. Oh. You know, they're like, it's more, more like ground down, like powder. It almost I feels kinda, like I that like cream of wheat kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, I like that texture, yeah. but it's not for everyone. No, I mean, I like cream of wheat if it's cream of wheat. This is like halfway in <laughs> between like, things. like, pick a side. Yeah, exactly. That's steel what I'm cut. like, pick a side, steel cut oats. <laughs> yeah, so that was a mistake to buy. So I have to go back and get the regular not cut oats. I don't know. I feel hardier. <laughs> yeah. What are they cut with? Plastic? <laughs> I think they're just not cut, Suze. Is that true? Yeah. They're just oats. Just oats. Yeah. Why are they cutting them up? I don't know. Then everybody's like, I feel like, maybe, I don't know. Those seem like the healthier <laughs> ones. I, I don't know why. Like, um, Wait, I want to tell you about this guy that I don't like and okay. you have to tell me your opinion. Yeah. I love that. It was an article like a year ago called The Man Who Knew Too Little. And it's about this dude who, after Trump was elected, felt like a lot of people and really didn't like this and just decided to take a break from the news, Mm -hmm. you know, because sometimes it does get to be Mm -hmm. too much. Mm -hmm. And so he avoided it. And then he was like hooked on this life of... No news. Nothing. Yeah. And so he now lives on this sort of farm thing, house, Mm -hmm. and does not read the news, listen to the radio, and anybody that he talks to is on like an embargo. You cannot Mm. mention anything. He doesn't know anything that's happened since Trump was elected at all. What are your thoughts? I I mean, what do they call like blind ignorance or something like that? Like I... Willful? Willful, yes. So it's, it's almost like... If you knew that you lived in a house that was really dirty and you're like, I'm just going to not clean it and ignore the dirt and all this stuff, eventually you will start, no matter how much you ignore it, you will start feeling the symptoms of whatever that environment is. Mm -hmm. So he can like ignore it all he wants. Also, is he a white guy? Oh, isn't that convenient? (laughs) So it's nice for you to ignore it because nothing in your world changes. And, you know, and like you don't need to be concerned about anything or worried about anything. So I think that's an important Ignorance thing is to... a privilege. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Because other people do not have the luxury of being ignorant in the what's going on because their, their safety and well-being and the, the, the lives of their families and loved ones is like literally at stake. Right. Come on. Yeah. And so he I don't was, like that. He had a very fancy job. Now. He, that then he, once he saved up enough money, he quit and that's when he bought this farm. And so that's another thing. Not only is he white and a man, but he's also wealthy. Wealthy. Okay. And it must be nice Mm -hmm. to be like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to put my head in the sand. Yeah. And pretend like this isn't happening. La, 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 la. And then the rest of us are having to fight the battles. And don't they say that, um... Silence is taking the side of the oppressor. Of course. Uh huh. So your silence, buddy. Like you're making a, a political statement without make, with by making no political statement. Right. In abstentia, and it's yeah. it's offensive to me. What's that word you call it? Said abstentia. Yeah, like in absence. I love that. I've never heard it like that. And I'm just like, you're the worst. And he goes into coffee shops. And he puts on headphones. Oh, and God. Put- I hate this guy. I can see him. He's <laughs> like he making listens- a scene out of it. God. <laughs> he yeah. listens to white noise so he doesn't risk even hearing one. Well, this sounds like there's something else going on. What? What like, could it be? 
Hmm, I want to know, was he in a relationship with somebody and then was he like married and got divorced? This Never also married. Sa- never, never married. Because he sounds like maybe there's a little something else going on with the like social isolation and then using this. It's kind of the same way I felt about that guy who's like, I'm going to live in a container. You know, who's like, I'm going to live in this teeny <laughs> yeah, tiny container. I forgot about that and douchebag. Okay, I know what this is. This is like you're hiding from society and yeah. you feel like in some way like you know, I think there's there's and it's always guys. Who I are know, doing this. I know. And it's like instead of saying I'm emotion I'm dealing with depression or anxiety or whatever it is and I'm, you know, it's like I have the cure all. I know what I'm going to do. This no, that's um that's like just slapping a band-aid on it. Yeah. And it's not real. And I would I'd be interested to see how he feels in five years. Mm-hmm. What his social like that being deprived of those kind of social interactions and you know, human connection. I mean, definitely that guy's not getting a hug. <laughs> I mean, not from either of us. That's for fucking sure. <laughs> Yes, he uh, he watches the Cavaliers games. He's a Cavaliers fan, but he puts it on mute, and um, and that's not even fun of when you don't have the sound on. That's the best part of games. He says that he's bored, but that he, it doesn't bother him. I bet you are bored. Yeah, I bet you are. You're not living. Yeah, and who's who's fucking that guy? Nobody. And Nobody. I th- I actually think he's asexual. Okay, because he has no. Yeah, I think that might. All. I think there might be more to this than mm-hmm. you have to kind of go into his. Let's dig around in his childhood, see what's going on. <laughs> well, we can't look at his social because ob- obviously he can't, right. can't oh, indulge God. in that. Yeah, so yeah, he can't go on worst. a deep dive to find him because he <laughs> doesn't want to go on a deep you know dive what? for anything. I realized the other day that my ability to like stalk people yeah. is it's almost gross oh. i i got obsessed with the everly brothers recently you know mm-hmm. like wake up little Susie, mm-hmm. that group mm-hmm. and one's dead the other one's like fucking 80 i went online i found his cell number in town <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that i was like what so are we gonna do with this i'm not gonna call fucking don everly could you imagine <laughs> how do you think he would answer the phone what would it we be should like? call it on the air hello like, right? Maybe, yeah. I think he or just he's like, like older, an old so it'd guy. be like first, like a, a <laughs> like shuffling. You can't hear this noise, but like it's you what know. my grandma yeah. would always be like. It would always like, like a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, like like a big clearing of the throat before they. Although get on the he phone. has the voice of an angel, so oh, that's nice. I do wonder, like, if you were my therapist, what you would say about my weird how I get obsessed with stuff, and then I'm like. I need to know everything there is to know about Don mm-hmm. uh, Everly. Mm, I don't know. I know. I'll have to think. To put Me it, neither, like, Sarah. Think about that one. It's not normal. I don't know. Uh, anyway, leave us a five-star review. Oh, yeah. That was fast. I know. Whew. It was. It's because you were thinking about Ren the whole oh, time. Oh, my God. Get Probably. out of here. Now I'm going to have to tell him, okay, a podcast Just so episode know. is coming up. We'll talk about you. I know. It's you will mind, though. Oh, no, will be fine. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. podcast is brought to you by Wave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.